Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Our cameraman is in his fucking power stance, and so here we go. Yes, oh. I'm Jerosalyn, the managing editor at Hollywood Unlocked. Yo, it's DJ Damage, and I'm back in the building. Yo, everybody is going, all these women are going mm, crazy yes. over Damage in the comments. What is going on? What are you doing they, to our followers? I think I'm using Quip when I brush my teeth, <laughs> and I think that really adds a lot of value to my look. Apparently, you remind them of Merlin Santana, yeah. which I'm sure you've got that your whole life. Have you heard that before? I got that as soon as I moved here. <laughs> Wait, but Merlin died. He yeah, did, but unfortunately. he, but he, but he, you literally look like him at the, his prime. Oh. So it's like a memory of like, oh. I love when people look at me and think of another man. That's like the biggest compliment. <laughs> well, I just love to look at another man, but I think it's interesting that people look at you and think of a dead guy. But, you know, I guess it's scary because I ain't walking down the street saying, yo, you look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just don't be seeing people and thinking of dead people. It kind of kills the mood. No pun intended. When you look at somebody and say, yo, cover up your eye. You look just like Lisa. Mm. <laughs> you know, what? you took it right there, huh? I love Lisa Left Eye. Uh, you know, long time ago, I met uh, TLC on the set of Living Single. Oh, nice. And I remember her just being so beautiful and playful. And I've, I've been talking to Chili trying to get her on the show, mm -hmm. but I ain't got her yet. But anyway, shout out to the dead and everybody who thinks we look like the dead. And thank you, Mer uh, Mer Damage. <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> okay, so look, yes. we're going to get into our um, typical recklessness of our weekend recap. It was just the holidays. We'll start with you. Yes, well, I was with you for the holidays. Yes, you were. I had not seen a Tyler Perry play since about the year 2000. Yeah. Took it back. But as soon as we walked in, everybody's like quiet watching Tyler Perry. I was like, and Jason's like, we have games. I was like, let's play a game. <laughs> we not going to sit here. No, Did it get real emotional? No, she wanted to turn on ratchetness. <laughs> Let me just explain something. I don't care who you are. When you come to my bougie ass house, first of all, my when house is Tiffany Blue. It the is. house is Tiffany blue. It's it really Hollywood unlocked blue. Yes. And the reason why I painted it because I never understood blue walls when my friend was like, you should paint your wall Hollywood unlocked blue. I just thought of it being corny, but it reminds me every day of what I'm hustling for. And yeah. I use it like that. Okay. And it's, no, it's pretty. It is pretty. But yeah. <laughs> Man, um, it's pretty. They was in there watching Tyler Perry, A Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the original. The not, original not play. Not the movie. People the in there crying on things. With the microphones on the forehead. Nobody was really crying, but those play. First of all, let's talk about Tyler Perry. We should just shot season 13 of Wild and Out, free promo, okay. um, at the Tyler Perry Studios. It was so funny because every day I got to work, I would say, has anybody seen Tyler Perry? Every single person <laughs> I, I ran into, I would say, have you seen Tyler Perry? Have you seen Tyler Perry? If, he came one time while I was on stage. But anyway, those plays, this person was like living in a car, Tyler, mm -hmm. homeless, started them plays, and look at what he's built out of those plays. And now they're getting ready to go on tour. I heard Tyler is partnered with AEG to take Medea on the road one more time. From the muscle. Before he retired, he kills her. She's going to die. She's going to die. He's going to kill off Medea? He's going to kill her. It's like taking a childhood superhero from us. I don't, I don't know. think he needs to kill her. I, I feel like that's just a bit extreme. I remember Medea from the plays, like when he used to come city to city, that he can't kill off Right. Medea. Listen, Medea, Spike Lee is somewhere celebrating. Thank God this bitch is dead. <laughs> Spike Lee hated the fact that we had Medea. I thought Medea was amazing. I just thought it was hilarious that he literally went and bought a stack of Tyler Perry DVDs. We bought every single play that we could find. For Thanksgiving. No, but the one that is one of the funniest is Class Reunion. It, first of all, uh, Brown in the show, yes. Tamala Mann, Tamala David and Tamala Mann are hilarious. And they're not only comical. I met them one time at Essence, but they're just... Um, they're just so anointed, and I, I love it. And people don't really realize, like, I don't be sitting at home digging in people's backyards. I'm actually watching gospel stuff, yeah. listening to gospel. That's just what I like to do. Every time I go to your house, you're either watching news or <laughs> gospel, something gospel. <laughs> That's it. And it was just funny. So we were playing Taboo, 
And Joe Exclusive was there. And his word was... Um, antique. Antique. So he was trying to describe me. Me. <laughs> so they're like him. They're like messy. They're, We're like so messy. Everybody's throwing out throwing all these disrespectful yeah. ass words. I'm like, hold on. Throwing y'all. on the bus yes. in your house. Y'all in my house. And nobody guessed the word. But the fact that the word was antique. And he would not go past the point that it's Jason. Jason. It's like, so you trying to say Jason's antique? Antique. It was yeah. So basically so he said I was old. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked that. Fuck Joe. Well, I had a good time. We had a good time. <laughs> we had a chef prepare. Shout out to Chef Amir. She laid everything out. Yes. We had so much food. You know, but they don't want to tell you. We also played Uno. And guess who won almost oh, all the games? You who? bust our, he bust our ass three this times. This sounds in like a, row. a good experience, man. I mean, you know, next year maybe I'll get invited. Listen, I'm going to be, ve- be very clear. There will be no exclusion from anything with the cast members on this show. We will go to everything together. We went to Cardi B's party together. No, that was fun. And we will continue to do... We had dinner the other night. Mm-hmm. So we will continue to uh, fellowship. Yes. Anyway, Thanksgiving was uh, dope. We had a good time. It was fun. I had it, I, I really enjoyed myself. So thank you for inviting me. Of course. Thank you for coming. What about you? Oh, uh, man. So my son went away on Thanksgiving to see his grandparents on his mother's side. So that kind of sucked for me. So... You know, it's hard being in like a new city. Mm-hmm. I've been here for five years. I still feel like a new city with no family. And usually like my son is who I do all the like holiday stuff with. Halloween is my son. Thanksgiving is my son. Christmas is my son. So, you know, I just had to, you know, hit a couple Friendsgivings and it just it just didn't have that same vibe, you know? I do like the Friendsgiving scene here in LA. It's fun. because It was fun though. We're all but... here by ourselves. Do you know I got invited to a Pornsgiving? What is that? <laughs> Porn stars were having a giving. They can cook. No, but listen. Listen. Do not invite me to a porn's giving. They're giving it up. I'm already in a relationship with Pornhub, and we are exclusive. (laughs) I ain't going to your house. Could you imagine you going there to go pull a turkey leg and it's a dick? You'd be like, hold on, where does dick? No. I need to know what is the theme of the porn's giving. Yeah, what makes it porn? I did not ask. I said to them kindly, unfortunately, I am here with God in Medea. I am not coming (laughs) to the... Porn's giving. Why you didn't send me to the porn's giving? Yeah. Because you have a son and yeah. you keep, there's no minors allowed. He wasn't in town. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Next time you'll get those invites. <laughs> Yo, LA got a whole different scene that a I still don't giving. know. Right. Like, I still don't even know what's going on out here. Well, Some freaky deaky stuff. Well, so shout out to everybody who came through and shout out to the porno people. So, one of my uncles unfortunately passed away on Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm not as close to my family. So, this is the conversation that's happening. And please bear with me because I know people think, people watch the show and go, Jason is a sick motherfucker. <laughs> I really am. Here's the deal I'm not as close to my family. So, the conversation is right now is, who am I going to go to the funeral with and sit by and stay with and leave immediately with? Because I don't want to be there. That's fucked up. I just don't want to be there. I just feel like. Is it? Or is it just honest? It's not. Yeah. Let me say this. Here's the deal. Tell it. One, I have cousins who don't even treat me like me anymore. Mm-hmm. They treat me like the guy on TV. Mm. That's weird. I've never. you. My family's so dysfunctional. Like the shit's so fucked up that I expect them to continue to be dysfunctional instead of. Let's do a Snapchat video or this and that for this or talk about this or call this person or how's this person. Like, I don't, you don't want to talk about that with your family. You want to talk about how did Uncle Dave die? Mm -hmm. What happened? So it's one of those things where now we're like, okay, like, it's just going there. And in general, it's my father's older brother. And he was the one who used to cook all the food, the barbecue at the cookout. So come on, you gotta pay respects to the uncle that cooked no, the, at the barbecue. No, gonna, I have a I have a photo shoot after this, gym after this photo shoot, and then I fly out tonight. I come yeah. back tomorrow after the funeral, but I'm just gonna fly out real quick and do that and come back. I feel you. Let me tell you something, because when I went to Houston last week for three days, 
those three days, despite me going out at night and having fun with my family, it is so daunting. And I couldn't explain it, but I, after the three days, I felt so drained. And I was like, ah, mm, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. back to LA I go. Well, it's one thing if, I think with my family, there are so many issues. I won't lie. The yes. other day I caught Ayanna Van Zandt's uh, Fix My Life. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what if I go on that show? Mm-hmm. You should. I you think, think you should. So? I have a different I, perspective. I've been felt like you should go on Ayanna. It should scream at you yes. a little bit. Let her get lock you, you in Get you in place. House. No, I don't, I don't see Ayanna doing that. Because when she starts screaming, I'm just going to say, no, we don't do that. <laughs> she's going to lock you in the house. She's going to wrap you up in the blanket. Like no, she because did that one. She, she had an episode where she had four guys on who had all killed people. Mm-hmm. And then she had conversations about them shedding the mm. that shedding all of that and mm-hmm. becoming, you know, new people and dealing with their families and their kids. And one guy was just like, I mean, it was such a great show. And I don't watch that show as much, but I was thinking, you know, me and my father have a lot of issues. Me and my siblings, like I have, I have ten siblings. One of one's dead, but we have nine siblings. We are not all there. Me and one of my brothers, I said today, are, I, we communicate on Facebook. I said, are you going to? your uncle's funeral and he said i should huh that's but he didn't know where it is because nobody's even told him about the funeral it's disconnected so it's one of those things where now there's so much animosity and so many layers of stuff but i thought it would be great to go on ayala but at the same time it's just like you have to be very vulnerable i think in that and you Mm got to put it all out and then you got to deal with what people say yeah i I know because i would want to but my family drama is so just it's a lot of it. But she's fixing your life, sick. not your family life, right? She's gonna bring oh, your family she, oh, in she there. She bring everybody in. Yala, get in it. Do you realize? She like, sit them down. I see. I seen the one with DMX. I, you know, I had dinner. <laughs> Zach had to get up and walk out. Well, I had dinner with you and didn't even know you were adopted. Yeah. Like, and me having been in foster care, you haven't been adopted. You know, when you, it's one thing to sit and interview a guest about their family and their adoption, but to go through the process of meeting your parent or sitting and talking to your parent. For me and my dad to sit down and have a conversation about how I feel he betrayed my dead brother and abandoned my mom, that is going to be some shit that I don't even think I'm ready for. And I know how I am. I'm just an emotional person when it comes to that kind of stuff. So anyway, I'm going to go to the funeral. I did call my dad because I haven't seen him in years. Not because he's far away. It's just when I'm in town, I just don't go see him because I don't have the ability to come around and be fake like if i don't feel the love you're not gonna feel the love so mm-hmm. i just called and said hey my condolences her what happened gonna come and see you know the family or whatever um something else happened yesterday too i went to an event shout out to ty hunter he has this new collaboration with hyundai and this fashion brand and he had a launch so i went there and i ran into somebody who said you changed and I said, well, what do you mean I changed? They said, we used to hang out every day and we don't hang out no more. And we, you don't call me and you don't do this and that. And I thought really deeply about that. And I said to him, what do you expect me to do? Like, what would you expect me to do? Hang out more. We don't have time to hang out when you and your hustle. Mm-hmm. You can hang out. But like, I don't hang out to just be hanging out. And I, right. one thing that I thought was how many people try to grow and evolve as they should and how many people will present themselves as obstruction or a distraction by trying to keep you where you are? None of us should be comfortable with where we are. Mm-mm. How do you evolve into who God wanted you to be by being the same? And I look at all the people around me. The two people that I spend the most time with that have been on this show are the people who can grow with me. Like they're they're not reminding me constantly of how much time I wasted, how much money I wasted, how many niggas I wasted like they remind me every day of damn you getting closer to your dream you get mm-hmm. continue to go 
Those are the people you got to keep in your life. So I just felt like how many people, I was thinking, how many people have felt guilted into staying in what other people feel is comfortable? I don't think it's necessarily, well, I, I don't know this yeah. person, but I don't think it's necessarily like trying to guilt you into stopping your grind, but sometimes you can grind so much. See, you're grinding for your own business, so that makes a lot of sense. But sometimes you could be working so hard that you can forget to enjoy these moments. Yeah. There is a time you have to sit down and sit with your friends that you grew up with, and they may not be in the same hustle as you, and just have some fellowship. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes yeah. you do have to take a few seconds and kick with your, your people because they really do care about you. When people say that, either one, they're really just trying to use you, or two, damn, it's like, I really care. I haven't seen you in a minute. Like When yeah. are we going to hang out? Sometimes people don't want anything but a little bit of your time because your time is so invested into things you want to do. So they feel a little shaded if right. they don't feel like, you know, I'm not a good enough investment to have some of your time. True. And I think there are ways that you could because I I'm, I work for you. So I know he's very tunnel vision mm -hmm. and just very focused we on Hollywood. Yeah, as you should be. Um, however, but it's like, you know, you like to go out for hookah. It's like you could like think of whoever that person is because it's like, yeah, maybe that is somebody that you like hanging out with. And just find, like, this is something. I'm just going out for hookah. I'll invite them out. If they're available, they're available. If not, they're not. But at least I'm still trying to spend time with well, you. Well, what they said was, when your business and your brand took off, you forgot your friends. And I said, well, I've connected you with my writers to talk about what you do. That's my process for helping you. You integrate in with my writers. They find the value in what mm -hmm. you're doing. They yeah. then tell the story. I, unless you're paying me, I don't have time to sit and focus on what you want to get out of the friendship. You know, that was so crazy is I woke up this morning from a text from Tiffany Haddish, who's in Dubai. We don't want nothing from each other. Right. We ain't asking each other for nothing. Yep. So I, I, get it. I, I checked on her. Are you good? This was a few days ago. Are you good? Make sure, today, yeah, I'm good. I'm coming back. It was, I don't like the pressure of having to do anything that I don't want to do. And it's not that I don't want to see people. I just feel like people... We have to stop making people feel guilty for growing up. Like mm -hmm. there was a time where 10 years ago, like, all we did was party. I think we've talked about it on the yeah. show. But then at some point after 10 years, you like a whole decade that went by. Niggas and got Oscars and Golden Globes. They then flew around the world and touched the moon. And I'm still here at hookah with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. going to hookah with right, you. Right, right. I got it. Something's got to change. Something has to change. And change is not, change is scary and it's uncomfortable. And and I remember when my relationship with Queen Latifah changed. Like, she was like my sister. This was a person I would talk to every day who I just didn't talk to anymore. And I went through the process of feeling like she didn't like me no more. It was, mm -hmm. And it wasn't that. She got busy. She, she Relationships, life. Like, you just grow up. Yep. Now, I feel it, but it, there's a, a person in my life that I felt like was a mentor to me. And he's on his own growth, his own journey. He's doing some amazing things. And you know how it is in this industry where you just need somebody you can relate to. Yeah. And it was a few times I reached out to him and he kind of gave me the mm. I'm too busy shrug or, you know, yeah. not replying back. And I took that some type of way because all I didn't want nothing from him. Yeah. Right. But some advice, some maybe 10 minutes help me help me see this through. Even if you're just agreeing with something I'm saying, like I just needed that extra validation. Yeah. Or support. But, you know, some people, you know, and I had to sit back and look at it from his point of view. Like he got a lot going on. He has multiple children. He has a wife. Maybe he don't have time to give me that energy anymore. But I felt some type of way. And and this, and then the person says to me, you don't even respond to my text. So I pull up my text and I show the last person to text was me. Uh, wow. But this, is, but this is what I said to him. We're spending our time talking about how we don't talk. Mm. And this is why I don't talk to you guys no more. <laughs> 
because it's a cyclical thing of yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what the fuck we can do yep. to elevate each other. Hell. Talking to you about <clears throat> not talking. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's the dumbest thing ever, and time ain't something I got to waste. Yeah. Because the time I could be talking to a brand or a time I could be talking to God or a time I could be talking to myself, <laughs> I'm talking to you about not talking to you when the last person to talk was me. And and honestly, I just feel like with real friends, you never even really have to have that conversation. That's the other part. Mm-hmm. I my cousin Anthony, probably the closest person to me in my family, my nephew was in the car when their friend killed his brother. Let me give it to you. They're driving in a car. My nephew's driving. His brother's in the front seat. There's two guys in the back seat. The brother in the front seat gets in an argument with the guy behind him. This is my cousin and my nephew and their friends. They get into an argument. The guy says something disrespectful to my cousin's brother, my cousin. My cousin says something disrespectful to him. He hits my cousin in the back of the head. He punches my cousin in the back of the head. My cousin pulls out a gun and turns around to shoot him. The guy gets the gun and turns it around on my cousin and shoots him and kills him. He dies in the car. My my nephew's driving the car. Family divided over the issue. My aunt, who's my dad's brother who's my nephew's grandfather, they're like this. They fall out. Then all the kids fall out. I come in like, hold on. Auntie Pat, we love you. We love you. She banned my nephew from the funeral. Nephew ended up in jail for another murder. Damn. My family expected him to kill the boy. So my family fell out over my my nephew not killing the guy who killed my cousin. Mm -hmm. But me and his brother are like this. We don't let all the other stuff get in the way. We have our family history. When I tell you, Ileana, it was be some deep ass shit. Yeah. Like my family got some deep ass shit. Okay. But my point is, is that that person is closer to me than anybody because we can see through everything right. and everybody else's shit. He don't see Hollywood. He sees his cousin. And, th- and for that, we're super tight. Yep. And I just feel like the people like him, they never say to me. You like changed. we've been out one night and Odell Beckham, Amber Rowe, everybody's there. He sees it all and he takes it all in. Floyd, he's whatever, but he doesn't care about all that because he sees me. And yeah. I think those are the people that like those very few you have to find. Yep. There's so many people in this industry. You know, we talked about dinosaurs in the <clears> industry. <throat> we've talked about it on the show dinosaurs in the industry that will block steps for you, but you can't block God. He gonna find a way. He gonna find that little crack. All you gotta do is get in that crack. No pun intended. <laughs> Yo, and it's over. Anyway, all right, so look, I'm really excited. Christmas is around the corner, and I already have my gift. I am helping people get onto Scentbird because I told people before that we're getting you Gucci for the low. Look at you. Listen, it's all about being economical, people. You know, Scentbird, as we told you before, is a luxury fragrance subscription service. So you are able to pay a monthly fee and get all of the expensive brands for a very low price. Listen, we had a place in the world where we are all trying to save money. So let me tell you right now why I love it. And let me tell you why I've started using my Scentbird because it comes in these really small, you know, easy to pack bottles. Clutch. I use it when I'm on my way to the gym and I want to smell good. Because there's nothing like being in the gym around smelly people being sweaty. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so let me tell people right now. 
I have bought so many big bottles of cologne from Barney's and other places, and they just sit in my cabinet, and for years they sit there because I get over them. What I love about Scentbird is you can switch up your smell. So Gucci, I use Gucci. What other brands are they Versace. Tom Ford. Tory Burch. Prada. Mm, even got Kenneth Cole. So I'm telling you all right Should now, be. if you choose a perfume today, they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's like 120 pumps. Yeah. And you know every pump matters. Hello. <laughs> okay, so listen, here's how you go and get it. Go to scentbird.com slash unlock. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash unlock. And use my code unlocked for 50% off of your first month. That's scentbird.com slash unlocked. And smell good. Mm-hmm. That's only $7.50 for your first cologne. That's hella wow. cheap. Yeah, so again, go to S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash unlocked and use that code for your first 50% off for the first month. Smell good, baby. Yeah. What's going on in the news? Well, it can't be news without Kim Kardashian. She recently uh, revealed that during the making of her infamous sex tape with Ray J, mm-hmm. that she was on ecstasy. And she said you can tell that she was on ecstasy because her jaw was shaking. However, Ray J's team says she wasn't on no drugs. She's never. She's always said she doesn't do drugs. She doesn't drink. Her jaw was shaking because she was getting that D. Oh, what? did they say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me go ahead and uh, say something. They both need to stop talking about the tape. Kim's talking about the no, tape. No, this is my but this is my point. They both need not not saying they both need to like they both need to. First, it was Kim's issue with Ray J talking about it. Then it was Kanye's issue with Ray J talking about it. Now Kim's talking about it. So now Ray J's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like saying. When my mom used to say, don't fucking cuss. <laughs> right. You just cuss. So if you don't want somebody to cuss, don't cuss. Like, don't talk about it. I don't know. I mean, what, it, it, it I se- got what, what you got? No, it seems like every time she needs a moment, she brings this old ass tape back up for her to say, if you look at my jaw, that means we have to look at the <laughs> now tape Now we got to go watch the tape back. And they both still make mad money off this tape, by the way. Yeah, like, it's like, she's like refreshing it for the new generation. Like, oh, well, if you look at my jaw. Go look at and my jaw. And you know, jaw. the drug thing is like, the pill thing is the biggest it's ever been right now. So it was like, oh yeah, yeah I've been on ecstasy even during the tape. You should go look. It's like- are you promoting the, did, the did tape? Did she say go look? She didn't well, say go look. Well, she didn't say go look, but she was telling different tales of what she did on Exodus. She told one about Paris Hilton, and the story she was telling were lit. And I was just like, damn, I wish I had that life. But at some point, and let's, let, let me play devil's advocate, okay? Mm-hmm. The Kardashians, they overshare. Their whole life is literally online, on TV. I remember before when I needed to schedule a meeting with Kris Jenner, because I've scheduled meetings with everybody. Rob was trying to get me in the meeting with Chris. Do you know she had to go through production to schedule the meeting because the meeting had to be filmed? Mm. Everything is filmed. So to the extent that they filmed their whole lives, you have different revelations at different times where you may want to talk about details of certain things. Right now in our country, opioids is a big conversation. Uh, Bill wasn't popping opioid, opioids, right? Was no, he? he was on a... He was popping some other shit. Bill. Quaaludes. Quaaludes. Okay. Oh, yes. The old school. But opioid, opioids is a big deal now. Apparently, f- crack isn't anymore. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> no, but our country is talking about opioids like crack wasn't an epidemic. Mm-hmm. But they dump crack in our neighborhood, so that's why right. we're not going to talk Dropped about it. it. But anyway. Right. The opioids come from the doctors, so they want to have a different stance on it. Right. New crack dealer. Hmm. Who makes all the money from the doctors? Mm. Well, you can't tax crack. Can you imagine if you tax crack? Mm. Let me stop. All right, but no, I just, I think they're oversharing. I'm tired of it. I don't want to talk about the sex. I'm not going to go back and watch to see if she was grinding her teeth. I don't care. Kim, we love you, but goddamn. She says she got married on ecstasy too. Yep, the first marriage. The first marriage. I, I didn't, I forgot 
how many times she's been married now? Yeah, one, two, three. 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 Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three. You got married on ecstasy. So is she, is this her way of advocating for not using drugs? Like, right. don't use drugs because I've made really bad life decisions. Yeah, it kind of made me want to use drugs, though. Like, no lie. I don't know if I really? want to. I wanted on. to go to Ibiza and pop an e pill and hang out but with Paris Hilton. Exactly. Too. I would rather do that on ecstasy. I don't know. Getting married on ecstasy is that fun? Were y'all here the day I came in here high on on a? I don't think so. What you high on? I was on Molly one day. I came in oh, here. Boy. I was so high. <laughs> Yeah. Were you here? No. Alyssa, were you here? Huh? <laughs> she cool, said I you was were here, here, right? <laughs> I came in one day so high that I didn't know what was going on. I was sweating. Mouth was dry. I was up all night. It was a mess. Yeah. But I learned from my own decisions. But, you know, at the end of the day. Did you feel like you want to get married? No. <laughs> right? I thought- I'd rather roll through wet grass on ecstasy before get married. I can understand, though. Yeah. You, you get an overburst of love. I was at the barbershop today and they were talking about having families. My barber's like, yeah, I got two kids. I'm like, I don't even want a dog. Oh. I don't even want a fish because it's not about... People try to like guilt me into having children. First of all, (laughs) let's be clear. How do I explain to little Timmy all the other people coming in and out the house? Like, (laughs) dude, these are all daddy's consultants. Like, what do you tell your kid? Second of all, I ain't doing a kid. I ain't having no kid without a nanny because there's just some shit I don't want to do. Like, for example... I Here don't want go. to go to football practice. I don't want to. Your kid don't have to play football. I don't want to go to Boy Scouts. Your kid don't have to do Scouts. I don't want to do anything. What What do you like to do? Your kid go, can do something you like to do. Go to Miami to the strip club. I like to go to Ibiza. I like to travel. No children. You can't. But take you know kids. what kids do though? They 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 bring the youth back into you. Like and so I would never do. want to go to Disneyland on my own. That's just me. True. It makes you go. You like you know what? This shit was actually fun. Fuck right. out of here. Because I legit kind of wish I had a child to take to go see Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's certain things that no. I'm telling you, once you have a kid, I'm not gonna guilt you into it. But once become, you have them, become a mentor. <laughs> right, right. That's For a grown good. kid. All right. <laughs> okay, so moving on. The families of two people who died at a Meek Mill concert in 2016 are suing Meek for $6 million. They each want $3 million each mm. for wrongful death lawsuits. And um, it's stemming from a case that it was a shooting outside of his concert after it was over, but they're holding him liable. They're holding the arena liable okay. and Rock Nation, and they're going after that guap. And um, it's unfortunate because Meek is really focused on prison reform right now. So now he might have to come up off about $6 million. I, I don't think it's fair. I mean, you blaming the venue. Yeah, there should have been some security out there. I agree with that. But Meek being involved in this because of his lyrics. Right. Why were these, I guess if they were youth, why were they able to go to this concert if these lyrics posed to be a threat to your family? As a family member of a person who was murdered in a venue, when my brother got murdered, we sued that venue. And let's be clear, no dollar amount will ever be right. Like no. if it's 100000 or $100 million, if you actually love the person and weren't just using them as a dependent on your tax return, you're going to, there's no dollar amount that's going to make it make sense to you. And I feel like if you go to a concert like Ariana Grande's in Europe where the shit blew up and the guy used the bomb and people died and all of that. Like there are people that have insure. You have to have insurance for events like that and for venues because shit happens. Insurance is in case shit happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do I think they should get paid? Of course they should get paid. The family should get paid because that will help it a little 
bit, but I mean, no dollar amount is going to fix it. I think they should get paid, but going after Meek to pay it is where I'm kind of confused on why me. I get the venue. Right. If, especially if it happened inside the venue, yeah, there should have been security procedures, whatever, whatever, whatever. But you going after Meek because of his lyrics and trying to get him to pay some of that. But it's not just the that's lyrics. A stretch. One could argue that you created an environment that could produce that. But you also had your youth, your children at this environment that was so-called unsafe in the Meek first place. Mill's kids are far more protected than Tom, Dick, and Harry's at kids. At a in concert that you got to go through... Security checks and wait, I mean, wait, wait, but right there's the liable yeah. because you had to go through all of that. How did you not catch a gun? Because all it takes is somebody just driving by who didn't even check in. It's just like boop, 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 boop. But you know what? That's why when people say, "Oh, Jason is a, a terrorist at Hollywood Unlocked with his staff," but let me tell you something: it's until shit happens that people go, "Oh." That's why we had to search people. That's right. why we had mm-hmm. to warn right, people. Right. That's why we had to look oh, at yeah. the girlfriend's person. Now, I'm going to tell you, you back, lock in the day, it down. back in the day when I used to go to clubs and you're from Philly, y'all already know. Girls would sneak in stuff for their boyfriend. Razors, everything. Razors, guns, all types of stuff. So if you get lackadaisical at the door and somebody gets shot and my family member dies, nigga, pull out the check. So this is my thing, right? So say if you go see a movie like... Um, Transporter, one of those movies with action, or, or or a movie I just saw the other day, which by the way is fucking phenomenal, and I want to watch it again. A Star Is Born. Oh, everyone keeps saying I didn't oh, see it yet. The best movie. That's not one. I'm talking about like an action movie where people no, but are if dying. You go to Star Is Born and a bitch get mad and her popcorn falls and the gun goes off and you get shot. And now you're paralyzed. You should get a check. But you shouldn't be able to sue one of the actors or actresses in the movie just because it incited. That's different. No, it's not. Okay, let's go, it's entertainment. Let, let's go back. We've had people go in movie theaters and shoot up everybody. Mm-hmm. That theater is going to pay for that. Yeah. The theater. Yes. I'm talking about Meek Mill specifically. If it's part they of the process, the, then he got to have to get sued too. He's not part of the process. In you got to sue the venue. You fact, can't sue the artist. The person that sold the popcorn at that theater needs to be sold because had there been more oil in it, somebody could have slipped. Yeah, it's like, how do you the, sue a, the, the entertainer? Selling. For some violence. I don't okay. know. I'm not well, with it. Well, anyway, shout out not to Meek. Not with it. Shout out to Meek. But what I really want to know, fuck all that. Where is the judge that was fucking with Meek? Did she go to jail yet? Is she disbarred? Listen. Nope. Not yet. But uh, Jay-Z's working on that documentary about mm-hmm. Meek Mill. And when we were at that criminal justice reform, she the things up. that the 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 owners of the, of the what's the- 76ers? Philip, uh, basketball team? Mm-hmm. Him. Sixers? No. Who's the football team? Who's the owner of the football? You mean the Eagles? Yes. The owner of the Eagles is cool with Meek. White dude. He was there. And he was telling us the things that we're going to learn about in this documentary. This woman, who is the judge, she got some issues that we just didn't even know about for years. These judges just be doing what they want to do. Listen, prison reform starts with bad judges, too. Yep. Yep. Bad laws, bad judges. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. But niggas need to clean up their shit, too. Pull your pants up and stop pulling guns on people at concerts. I, mean, I just wanted to sound like I, my grandpa. Yeah, because I just feel like those are stereotypes that people use. And sometimes I see them in our comments where it's like, oh, well, if if you wouldn't have did whatever you did to get in jail, you wouldn't be in jail. And it's like, you don't, you're not even nah, understanding there's people that didn't do anything that are in jail. Side note, if you ever want to watch something that addresses this right now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, go to YouTube right now when you after you watch, this, watch the show and, and look at Obama's speech on Trayvon Martin. It's mm-hmm. so phenomenal around exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. He talks about how the systems have failed people of color and how people of color react to certain things. I mean, it was really well. I mean, I, I miss Obama. But anyway, let's move on. We all do. Um, after Tom Arnold was visited by the, he revealed that he was visited by the Secret Service after he threatened or said that he wanted to fight Donald Trump. They legit <laughs> Trump came. Trump is petty. 
right. Trump got time. It's like, so <laughs> if that's the case, everybody should get vi- visited by the Secret Service. Listen, oh, they might. Listen. <laughs> Trump, I want to fuck you up. Oh. No, I don't. Stay you don't up, want stay, them coming you, you, don't don't want, you don't want but, the Secret Service coming But you have to remember through. that, like, Donald Trump is a celebrity first. Like, him and Tom Arnold, I'm sure, and Roseanne Barr were all sitting around plotting mm-hmm. on hanging niggas in the tree. So, Damn. I'm sure the, the Cheeto has friends that people want to kick his ass. I mean, doesn't Donald Trump say shit like he should get his ass kicked? Yeah, you shouldn't should. get your ass kicked because you the president? Fuck that nigga. I just thought it was funny. Um, just, that nigga ain't my president. I've not. been watching Obama videos all week. And as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, Barack is my he's president. He's still the president. Michelle is my next president. Oprah is my next president. What about Barry Sanders? No, Bernie Shout Sanders. To, he said to, he might run 2020. Please. Bernie about to die. No. Bernie, no, he's Bernie, not. No. Bernie's too old. Don't no. wish. No. Bernie's too old. My old too employers, old they used to hate that I said Bernie's that. going, if, okay, could you imagine if we had a president that we belo- that was beloved and then he just dies in the middle of his office? We got to take the second nigga who ain't never, Joe Biden is the only second nigga who was worth something. Honestly, who well, else was Ryan worth something? Ryan with Biden. Wait, who else was the other nigga who was worth something? I mean, some could say arguably, uh, what's the nigga name? Al Gore. Al Gore was yeah. Who allegedly created the internet. But could but <laughs> they're all around the same age. It's just that they look different. Like Bernie Sanders ages horribly. He ages like an avocado. How old is he? He's like seventy eight years old. No, he has to be like ninety. No, he's not. Donald Somebody, Trump. Google is, his age. Donald Trump is seventy four. Bernie Sanders is only seventy eight. Donald Trump seventy four. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He has a lot of spunk. Well, I think you know he. <laughs> look at that, and that's the third search. Bernie Sanders age. I think everyone's having this conversation. <laughs> 77. He's 77. That's He's it. Three years older hold than on, Trump. Hold on. Let's let's do this. Let's do let's do the math. Okay. He's 77. Here we go. 77. Trump has two more years, so that makes him 79. True. Then he has to run. That whole process of running for presidency is going to be grueling. You're going to like. That's a lot of travel. Okay. For hold on. You're man. 70. Hold on. You're 79. Then you get in. Google the life expectancy of a man. White, white man. Okay, 79. Now you become president at 79. 83. Four years. You're 83. I think the life expectancy age is around 81, 82. The nigga what? dies midterm. Oh, God. Let's see how old Joe Biden is. Joe Biden don't matter. He got more life in him. <laughs> Joe Biden should oh, run. Joe Biden is 76. Life expectancy. Joe Biden age? is 76? Old. Wait, These listen. Listen. Old. Life expectancy for a man is 72 years old and eight months. That nigga's already they all about di- to die. He's about to die. Sorry. Everybody about to die. Just bring Obama back. Biden here looking like a young man. Okay, look. So let's go back to Tom Arnold. Tom so- Arnold wanting to fight Donald Trump. Here's what I asked Trump to do. When you get out of office, please set up a fight match between you and Tom Arnold. And stream it around the world. He'll make so much money. Oh, my God. Nobody wants to see that. I, you wouldn't watch that? Donald Trump in a fight with Tom Donald Arnold. Donald Trump wouldn't make it in the ring. Everybody, I just everybody wants to punch him in the face. Secret Service coming to your house. I know. My boyfriend hates when I say he's like, stop it, because you don't yeah, feel like luck. all the technology in the house. They come to my house, I'm getting shot, and it's that's it. No, nah, we don't want Donald Trump to get his that's ass it. kicked. <laughs> all right, what else is going on? Hugh Hefner, the legend, the Playboy legend, allegedly took a cement-filled coffin into the middle of the Pacific Ocean and dropped it. It is filled allegedly with a ton of homemade pornos from the 60s and 70s when all you had to worry about was syphilis, which you could get a shot of penicillin for. Allegedly, there's a tape with Marilyn Monroe and male actors. Mm. 
now this tape is allegedly in the Pacific Ocean. Well, Hollywood Unlocked Dive Team is out there looking for it right now. Yes. I think there's going to be a crowd of people going to the Pacific Ocean to find this. That's a big ass ocean. Well, first of all, if, if, if it's lined with cement, that means if they do find it, the tapes could technically still be good. Yeah. Because no water could have gotten in. No. Mm. Wow. Could you imagine if you see a video of Tom Selleck and Luther Vandross fucking each other in a video? Mm. I kind of would like to see it. <laughs> no, not me. First of all. I mean, because you want to see Magnum P.I., you're going to get P.I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So so this whole time at this Playboy Mansion, he's recording on those old ass. That's right. Because you know those cameras back then are not little well, in the street. they probably had Grainy. VHS tapes and all no, that. No, they're the big ass cameras. So these, all those people knew they were being recorded. They all nasty. Speaking of big asses, and was, who else is allegedly in the video? This was before shaving time. So, you know, there's some bushes in there. No, who uh, else You think any in? presidents in there? I don't know. Maybe JFK. Well, listen, hey, JFK getting it in. Listen, the Playboy Mansion is iconic. And I think that, uh, I think it, let, let me look at it from a different perspective. I think it's, I think it's uh, amazing that he actually protected everybody's identity. Yeah. Why did he record it in the first place? Though? Why not? What he should have done is he, he should, this is the business side of me now. If we just had to turn an apple into a apple tree. <laughs> what? That's right. <laughs> with the with the new age of digital and Playboy magazine moving more digital, you should have dropped them all on your website. Everybody mm-hmm. would have had to go to your website, enter their email address to watch it, and then your shit would have just blew up phenomenally. And then you could have used those emails to market back more new content. And I don't see so why not just let us see them at this point. I no. mean, a lot of these people are dead. When Quincy Jones told about... Do you want to see Quincy Jones having sex? No. I wouldn't mind seeing Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor hooking up. No. Allegedly, that was what... alleged. Listen, no. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Mm. I wouldn't. It depends on what era. If it was the crackhead and fat era, I don't want to see that. I just want to see a glimpse. I want to see like Tenderoni fucking. Jerry yeah, Curls, that's what I like. I want to see Tenderoni Mar- Marlon Brando with Tenderoni Richard Pryor. Side note, how is Jill Scott out here acting like she's sucking dick but can't keep a man? If she was actually sucking dick the way she was hey. sucking that mic, she would have had a man. Allegedly, she was too forceful on the man. That's what he said. He said that she kind of demasculated him. That's right. From after, you <laughs> Come know. over here. She we needs, know she how somebody she demasculated him. Wait, so you would have sex with Jill Scott? Of course. That's the queen. Philly. Wait, so. Jilly from Philly. That's right. Okay. Well, I mean, Jill, you like him young. He's young. He's single. He has a kid. Does Jill have a kid? No. Mm, no, no she does question. have a kid. She no, does. she does. She does. When? I just want to eat some of her food. I thought you was going to say oh, eating her pussy. Oh, what kind of food? What I kind thought of you food? was going to say eating her pussy. We was going to go straight to play. He's talking about something else. Talking about a Philly cheese steak. Okay, That's so right. let's move along. Um, So Sixers fans have created a petition Philly. to ban Kendall Jenner from home games after she went and sat courtside at their game on Friday <laughs> and they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is not a good look because the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing horribly since Trash. LeBron left. But Philly Sixers, 76 they always lose. No, we your don't team always, always lose. loses. No. That team has it ever been to a championship? Yes. When? Um, a while ago, like thirty With years. Allen Iverson, twenty. Uh, Kimbe Mutombo. That was a okay. That was Aaron a McKee. That was. It that, doesn't matter. But but <laughs> we have a squad right now. Was Michael Jordan still playing when they won? No. Oh really? Thank you. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. See, Very what, sure. What you're doing right now is you're just being a blind loyalist. Like yeah, of not, course. They're not the Lakers. They're not the. Sun. I mean, the, the Sixers sun. is actually a really great team right now. You showing that you don't know nothing about it. It's not the Suns. <laughs> the Sixers they, is a great the team right now. The 76ers are not the Sacramento Kings. Okay. <laughs> but check out this petition that they, that they wrote for Kendall. 
They said at this point, Jenner is not only damaging the future of this franchise, but the livelihood of innocent men as well. It is disgusting behavior on her part. If the Jenner Kardashian family has any shred of decency left, Kendall will never again show her face at the Wells Fargo Center. The absence of Jenner will return the home court advantage the Sixers have garnered since March of last year. She needs to get season tickets on the court. (laughs) Is somebody bored at home with their desk job coming up with this shit? Yeah. For real, like who has this much time time and energy? Side note, is Ben Simmons on the Sixers, right? Yes. Okay. When we had Brittany Renner here recently, somebody texted me or DM'd me that the Lysol can penis was supposed to be Ben Simmons's. I don't know that that's Because she be had true. all the codes in the book of who was who. Listen, if anybody's watching and you know anybody that has Ben Simmons' penis picture, please send it to Hollywood Unlocked. So she said it's the size of a Lysol? Wait, let box? me know that. Let me let them know that I'm real. Here's our email address. <laughs> <laughs> she said the, the, the Lysol size of his. She said in her book that one of the guys had a, a penis that was the size of a Lysol, Lysol can. And why, why did people think it's Ben Simmons? I don't know. They just said that to me. I don't know. But anyway, shout out to Kendall. He locked down Kendall. Shout out to Kendall. Keep fucking up teams. Keep going. Not the Sixers. Don't fuck up my team. Well, now I'm a Lakers fan. But do you believe in superstitions like that? Not like that, no. When it comes to sports, yes. But not with Kendall Jenner. No, I don't believe she's fucking it up. Because this has been like the longstanding myth within sports, with all sports, that you... There's certain things that can jinx a team. But the Kardashian, uh, yes. uh, the Kardashian, uh, what, what do they Curse. call it? Curse. Yes. Is that real? Yes, it I is. Guess so. Look so? at Kanye West. Wait a minute. Damn. Kanye, wait, no. Some would say Kanye became crazy Kanye when his mom died. Yeah. Okay, but True. that ain't got nothing to do with Kim. That was his mama. True. Musically? <sighs> no, but musically, how many, all artists have their ebbs and flows. You have your, your cycles. Madonna was... Okay, you talk about Lady Gaga. Madonna was here. There was an age, there was an era where I remember who's that girl and Madonna was up here, truth or dare. She was up here. Uh, Beyonce's up here. She's going to fall at some point. Whitney Houston was up here. Actually, you're right. Everybody has their time, right? So you get your time and you run as much as you can with it. But goddamn, I mean. I think the only one who don't have it is Kylie. But why you get, Mm. why? Because Travis is winning. Tyga. He Tiger. won after they broke up. But I'm saying let's play both sides. Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger was failing and now he's he back was. up again. He's he winning was. now. After he left. He 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 dodged that curse. Did he dodge yeah. it? But is the curse really no, real? Can a person just being themselves curse you? Mm. Or maybe they just don't have the best choice of men. Mm. Maybe they that part. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe the guys come fly. Right. Lamar Odom. He, you think he started? Yeah, he was already smoking crack doing and crack. shit because he was with Khloe Kardashian. He was smoking crack. He was on that crack. He was on that crack. He was on that crack. That's like saying. That's like saying. You know. You know. I was. Uh, I was fucking bitches till I start hanging with him, and now I just start sucking dick. Yeah. No, you was sucking. Right. You, no, you was sucking dick you suck on the dick. low before. So we know also gonna stop saying I'm that. Don't blame the Kardashians. You, you get your Don't little, blame the your little gay ass was playing with my little pony and strawberry shortcake microwaves when you was five, nigga. So shut it up. Let them rock. So continue. Point of story. Let them rock. All right. So you're feeling real nerdy over there. Why don't you tell everybody about this new eyeglass thing that you're crazy about? <laughs> yes. Anyone who knows me knows that I have horrible eyesight. I oh. wear contact lenses. I wear glasses at home. And buying glasses can be so expensive, annoying, and overwhelming. Um, but Warby Parker has the answer. Ooh. By cutting out the middleman, they're now selling directly to customers and online and in their stores. And it's making the glasses more affordable. Now you can see. Yes, now I can see because Warby Parker has a free home try-on program. Okay. Pretty much, I went to their website. 
I picked out five pairs of frames. Five. Five pairs. I put in my prescription, five pairs of frames, came to my house. They have an app. Once I did the website, I went on the app. I can take pictures of myself Mm -hmm. and they'll put each of the frames on my face and I can now go and send them to my friends and family and say, hey, which pair do you? That's next level. Right. And then once I select them, I can send it back to Warby Parker free of charge and do the same thing again. Look at you with options. So the Warby Parker glasses only start at $95, which is like unheard of. When you go to any eyeglass store, that's never the case. Mm -hmm. Um, The lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. That seems like it's important. Right, because I got a cat. (laughs) Every pair you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. Look at that. Because the glasses are expensive. Right, so now you can give the gift of giving. Yeah. The good thing about Warby Parker is they believe that glasses are like a fashion accessory, Mm -hmm. just like a bag, a shoe, a necktie, or a hat. Warby Parker makes it easy and affordable to accessorize your glasses. I am not mad at that. So how do you get these glasses? Well, right now, head to warbyparker.com slash unlocked. Mm -hmm. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash unlocked to order your free home try-ons today. And get your vision right. Okay, so an ATM in Houston, which I was, I was just in Houston. I don't know why I didn't. It's time. But a Bank of America in Houston was spitting out $100 bills instead of 20s. Yes. After a man figured it out, he put it on social media, and the chaos ensued. Why? There was, right. There was a line. People started showing up because they wanted these hundreds. So let me ask you, if you were there and you were there, uh-huh. would you have taken that money and kept it? Hell yes. Yeah. Yes, I would have. See, that one, that one. And told nobody but the family. That is from up. God. I wouldn't have put that on social media. I would have kept but is that a is that a is that is that an ethnicity thing? Because that sounds like a black answer. Hey, come on <laughs> like, now! Nigga, every, Hell yeah! Every nigga watching this right now is like, "Are you crazy?" Money of is green, but white people return everything. No, that no. is a bold faced lie. Hold on, if white people went in to go get twenty dollars out to buy some Girl Scout cookies, and then all of a sudden the fucking ATM exploded in hundreds, they are not going to keep that money. I don't believe that. That is not true, and stop giving them credit. And pe- black people gonna be mad at you. What? Th- they all mad anyway. Black people, white people, Mexican, everybody mad at me. I'm telling you the truth. Every black person listening to this right now, my people, your people, is saying keep the money. Yes, keep the money. White people listening right now is going to look for the reward to give the money back. Oh, uh, because they already got the money. We're not going to talk about the systematic reasons as to why some white people talk about give the system. Back the money. No, go okay. ahead and talk about it. That's so, why we here. So okay, so so I I only keep the money. So if I was like at a Walmart and they gave me incorrect change, I'm keeping the money. Right. Y'all have money. It's a big corporation. If it's like a mom and pop, like... I would give it back. You got to give it back. It's like, like shit, y'all need this just is, to pay y'all rent. This is why I don't like both of you. First of all, <laughs> if you're going to be shady and keep the money, commit to keeping the money, period. No, okay, no. So it's, it's, let, it's, let me tell you something. If I'm walking down the street and Rosa Parks is in front of me with a bag full of hundreds and she spills them on the floor and keeps walking... I'm going to get her bus fare to get on the bus, but I'm taking that money. Nah, see, no, you, right. Wait, can I just say Rosa something? Parks. I say something? I'm playing. I'm just really trying to get y'all worked up. No, my stepdad did that. I was going to, so he was behind an <laughs> old person in the ATM line. Your stepdad line. was not behind Rosa Parks. Not a old, not Rosa Parks, but an old person. Rosa Parks been gone. And they didn't know that the money was coming out and it was falling on the floor. And when they walked away, it was like $200 on the floor. And he took that money. And nah, I was see, that's like, that's right. I remember one day I was walking to the elevator in my new building and I was thinking like, how much money am I going to spend when I go out? Uh, and this was, you know, before I had money or whatever. <laughs> whatever. And I looked down, there was a hundred dollar bill. You keep oh, that. Look at that God. was God. That was God. But that's if, different. So the point is, if God lays it in front of you, however he lays it, <laughs> you're supposed lays. to pick it up. Pick it up. Side note, me and my friend Lee, who was on the show here, we uh, we go to a party one day in the hills. 
and it was at Tony De Niro's house. Who knows everybody? Do you know Tony De Niro? No. Okay. So he Robert knows, De Niro's knows, son? No, he knows Puff and everybody. So we get there. We're so intoxicated and so out of our minds drunk. When we get there, they leave us alone in the kitchen of this mansion, and there's this big-ass wad of hundreds. So we're looking at each other like, I ain't going to lie. We were so drunk, we plotted on stealing the money. We stole the money. But when we grabbed it, we realized it was plastic dumb money. It was fake. Ah, gotcha. But look, I'm not even a thief, but I felt compelled. I I was moved by the spirit (laughs) to take that money and multiply it. Moved by the spirit. Nonetheless, we didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. A 21-year-old man has gone viral because he recently hid a bag of cocaine in the foreskin of his penis. <laughs> the cops couldn't find it during the search. He was kind of teasing and mocking them like, you're not going to find it because it's in my penis. And so upon them making him strip search now, get naked, the cocaine fell out his penis. And um, Out of the foreskin. The foreskin. That means he's not... Well, not circumcised. Uh, and uh, very not circumcised. Because that's a lot of... Uh, uh, what size was this bag of cocaine now? Uh, okay. As a, <laughs> as, a, as a conduit of penises, let me break yes, down a couple things. Yes, break it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't discriminate off of people who are uncircumcised or circumcised. Of course, people have preferences. What is your preference? Circumcised. Okay, so your boyfriend's circumcised. Yes, he is. You just told his business in front of everybody. You a mess. No, he's fine. All right, look, everybody, you can go to his Instagram right here. <laughs> tell him that he has a circumcised penis. All right, so you know how now they got now oversized coats are in? Like, I went oh, to Balenci- no, wait. No, wait, no. But, no, but I'm just saying, I went to... <laughs> I went, to Balen- no, I went to Balenciaga the other day and there's this big ass fucking yes. coat and I put it on and I was like, yo, this coat is fly. And then in my closet, I got this army fatigue coat and I put it on and I feel like, yo, I, like it's it just feels good being so oversized. That shit don't apply to dicks. I don't understand how you have that much skin or that big of a helmet on your hood. Why couldn't you just go cut it off? Do you have to? Because you don't necessarily have to. There Now reports are coming out that the only reason men get circumcised is because it just became a social norm. But technically, it's all those things are not true. It's not more uh, hygienic to have a circumcised penis. Yeah, it is. No, it, look it up. Have you smelled an uncircumcised no, penis? No, now, I, I prefer uh, no, but have a you circumcised smelled, no, not, not all of them, because I've been around white boys with uncircumcised penises, and I've been around... Mexicans and I've been around black boys, men. Sorry, we're not gonna say that for boy <laughs> word. <laughs> been around <laughs> black men. So uh there is there is a different there's different experiences. Like I've seen some on camera where it looks like they just got a bunch of cottage cheese and pineapple under it. What what the fuck is that? I just think that it, cocaine. Uh, it's it's best for a man to circumcise his penis because I think if you grow up without a circumcised penis, it's a insecurity level there. And you don't feel comfortable. Because mm. I have a friend who got circumcised as a grown man. And it's like, why would he do that? Oh, he's a late bloomer? Late bloomer. But it's like, why would you wait all this time to get circumcised? Clearly, it bothered you. Somebody probably teased him. I think his girl did. Oh, shit. But he had a penis cast on and everything. And he had some cocaine just, in there? This was <laughs> a penis cast. Can you find something cool? Yeah, because they got to wrap your penis. <laughs> For what? Oh, a dick cast. My younger brother got circumcised when he was like four. So I remember him walking around. He had a little penis cast on it. We had to take him to the bathroom and like... Set help him there out. to help him out. Yeah, a penis cast. Because yeah, because it's gonna take time for that for the skin to heal over. That makes sense because you can break your dick. Mm, you can well, break. I don't want to break my dick, but at the end of the day, like 
one, it's their job in a strip search to be able to pull the skin back and look at <laughs> that. And no, it is. Yeah, I told y'all know before I used to work in probation. This is a part of the search process. The bending over and coughing, the pulling the skin back, because you don't want people to take contraband into the jail. Right. So I just don't know how a whole bag of cocaine got a under whole that. bag. That's like a major skin. Like I know how women are able to put. So things. you didn't even have a, a jacket or a helmet. You had a cupboard. <laughs> Had an old hang- a kangaroo cabinet. patch pouch. Ew. What would you do if you went to have sex with a guy who was uncircumcised and he pulled it out? And when he pulled his skin back, like loose change fell. Cottage out. fell uh, out. No, like you cottage. know what? No, it's not <laughs> 75 happening. Seventy five cents popped out. <laughs> Y'all nasty. I mean, one more quarter and you can go get a candy yeah. bar. Yeah. No, no. He no. dropped a dollar fifty on you. I'm gonna get my son <laughs> circumcised because I don't want to have to have him deal with this. That's what I think everyone should do. Please do. Circumcised penis. I think the humiliation is when she, he goes to get it sucked and the girl goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. This mic smells, by the way. <laughs> okay, so last season on Wildin' Out, we had uh, Dwight Howard pop in and he was a phenomenal guest. He was super funny. Um, I mean, really, really good. And when you get guests on Wild and Out, some of them don't want to play the games because they don't want you talking crazy to them. Yeah. Some of them want to like overplay. He was really, really good. Showed the cast a lot of love. Went backstage afterwards. Was really cool with everybody. Three rules we have at Hollywood Unlocked. Two of which are just very clear: we do not out people, we don't attack people's children, and we try to keep it real. That's it, right? I just don't understand how there, there's the, there's gay bloggers or gay people out here trying to out Dwight Howard. Maybe some could say there's things I do do that other people wouldn't do, and this is just a part of, you know, telling the news or whatever. But there's some allegations out there of a transsexual person who allegedly had a relationship with Dwight Howard and has released tapes and now I guess allegedly has a book on the way. Yeah, or they got a book called uh, what is it? Uh, We're not, let's not promote the book. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, just well, say it's a book. They, yeah, let's just say they have a book. But here's right, the yeah. thing: what people don't realize, and I had said this, and I was watching Damage's reaction uh, before we started the show, that I didn't never, I never got blowback for being gay until I got on television because I never had anybody walk up to me and say you faggot or jump me for being gay or want to attack me or tell me they don't want to be my friend because I'm. Gay. I've never had that until I got on TV. Because I feel like people on the internet feel comfortable doing shit like that. If you're going to out somebody, you got to be prepared to run into whatever that person is going to get you. Like, for example, the person is now saying that they're coming for it because Dwight Howard's threatening them. Yeah. You're, you're trying to destroy a person based on who allegedly they are. I don't know that it's true, but think about it. You're, you're trying to, you're threatening to destroy a person because he's, allegedly something he's too afraid to tell people. How does that even make sense? I just, I have a problem with that. And so we haven't shared that story when it came over. Yeah, you guys asked. I, yeah, I had asked because people were in our comments saying, oh, talk about it, talk about it. Um, and you, you know, you said what you said. So we didn't post it, but we did post at least T.S. Madison's subliminal response because she was just saying the same thing. Like, I don't out people. I never outed my clients. She's like, and as you can see, and she, she did a, a, 360 Look, around her yeah around mm-hmm. her nice ass house that she apparently has from not opening her mouth about these things but just from everything that's coming out it seems like it might be true the the, the phone conversations are a little um a little telling but here's 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 the deal i'm gonna look at it from a different perspective like this person baited him into a conversation allegedly it's him on the state we don't know baited yeah, him into a conversation then put it out for promotional purposes. Mm-hmm. The person was 
extremely negative in the conversation. It wasn't like you were having a conversation about being hurt and he was talk, doing all the talking. You were doing all the talking to bait, bait him it. into a conversation to then out him. Said his name a hundred times on purpose. But, now, what happens if Dwight Howard blew his brains out? Right. That's, what, what would happen? Yeah. We would all mourn his loss and we would all feel sorry. But let's have the real conversation of what drives many people who are in the closet to killing themselves. When yeah. I did Love and Hip Hop and I threw that drink in Hazel's face, I told a story here before when those two kids came up to me and said, our dad tries to beat the gay out of us. We get beat up and bullied at school. We've tried to kill ourselves. That's a reality for gay boys. Yeah. So when you participate, even in sharing the video, when you participate in outing people, you set up people who could potentially hurt themselves. I'm sure Dwight has a mother who's listening to this. Mm -hmm. I just feel really uncomfortable and I was somewhere last night with a group of uh, gay people talking about it. And I was just like, I feel embarrassed that in our community who wants to fight for equality, who wants equal treatment, who wants equal rights, who wants marital, marital, marriage equality. But we, but yet we still going to go and take advantage of another person who's allegedly a part of our community. I don't get it. I mean, it's still a, a form of what's going on too much now, which is clout chasing. And it's it is... Everything you're saying is right. However, it is unfortunate that a woman is allowed to do what he, what a transsexual man or woman can't do. It's just not fair because it's like, I slept with you. I might tell someone about it. If I was a, a woman, a full born woman or whatever, no one would say anything. We just had Brittany Renner on the show. She's mm -hmm. not saying names, but she, people know that she's had relationships with celebrities. Nobody's sitting there. Oh, you shouldn't out, shouldn't out. But be, if, if it's a, someone who is a trans, then it's a problem. It's not fair. It's a double standard. Well, I think we've done a great job here at Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, allowing three different transgender people to come on and tell their story, their journey. I mean, shout out to Dwight Howard, uh, to me, I don't even, I mean, I can't even imagine what he's going through. But what I will say is that, you know, for our people in the LGBT community, you can't keep demanding equality and then turning around and victimizing people mm. at the same time. That is true. It's not cool. You know, I'm going to treat what this person's doing to Dwight Howard the same as them killing a transgender person because they're transgender. You're forcing a person to feel pain because of who they are that is uncontrollable. Now, I could one could argue and say, okay, but this person probably, you know, he probably promised them this and that. I know a lot of straight men who have sex with transgender women, uh, transsexuals, and still believe whatever they believe in terms of their own sexu sexuality. But in their mind, they're not building a relationship with this person. They're just having a sexual experience or fantasy that they want. And... In their mind, it's normal. And maybe in the transsexual's mind, all they want is the sex from the person. But does it comes to this, I only feel it came to where it is right now because there's money. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's a money grab. I don't know. I, I'm not comfortable with it. If more men who are into freaky, different kind of sexual things were open about it, I think it could help create a more awareness and start a conversation for a woman to be like, am I okay with being with a man who is possibly also attracted to other men are tra transgenders. But do you know how many, I talked to a guy the other night, he fine as fuck, fine on FaceTime. We talking, we in, and I got somebody in my house watching TV, Just that's just at my house. And he says to me, I say to him, uh, he was talking about how he has sex with prostitutes. And I said, damn dog, how could you fuck a prostitute? Like that doesn't even make no sense. 
you know, I wear condoms, you know what I'm saying? I go, but I don't even understand how your dick works to fuck up trans, mm-hmm. uh, a, a prostitute because you know this person sells their self. And he said to me, my dick works whenever there's money involved. And I said, wow. Yeah. Wow. He said, so we start talking and I was telling about these guys that I've been with. And he said, you know, bro, I don't even know. I don't even understand how that's possible because I don't know. I don't think that I could do that. The fact that you had to think about it means there is a possibility, but he'll never be able to express himself that way because of how our society and how a girl he would be with would treat him if he was to say that. A man can never express, and let me be clear, it's a black man. Mm-hmm. Mexican men can do it. White men, and, and I'll go back to race and why, because culturally within our races, we have our own stuff like our right. own community guidelines our own codes street codes all that kind of stuff in the black community being gay is the most for the from the churches from whatever mm-hmm. it's the most looked down upon thing versus in a white community if two white men were to kiss or two right. white girls were to kiss, nobody would even care i know that's why like it's a, a great deal of ignorance and being hip- hypocritical and um to me i would just say create more awareness because i personally wouldn't be a like I'm good off of dating a heterosexual male, but I'm also I would be open minded to a guy who's. My would teacher. you really be? Hmm. Side note, I haven't been able to tell you this because we've just had so much going on Hollywood Unlocked. Please don't write about the city girls anymore. Oh, why? That girl did an interview and said, "Oh, right." That she would she she was in an interview with the Breakfast Club referring to when she had posted some tweets before that she would beat the gay out of her kid. Mm-hmm. We can't write about them no more. I know people like them. They're popular. I know they're but, popular. But let me tell you what's more I'm popular. I'm not taking up for this girl. But wait, wait, but let me finish before you go there. Because we're gonna have <laughs> gonna it's gonna be a whole nother show. You would beat your son. You would beat out of your son what he can't control. You would beat out of your son who he was created to be. That is the most ignorant shit. And I don't give a fuck. And this person, this group. Cardi loves them and she supports them and that's my girl and I love her. Nah, I ain't rocking with that. There's no way I. A can lot do that. of people feel that way and they're from Florida. But, that's a southern. Yeah, but church. also these are children. These are kids. This is what they were taught. She don't know what she's saying. Um, these are old tweets from a young person. So she's even young with probably she was 15. younger when she said the tweets, but also where she comes from the community. Yeah, so you know I'm not. I, I, what I'm saying is don't necessarily be mad at her because she grew up in that environment. She don't know what the fuck she's saying. True. And why is she even tweeting that in the first place? Totally like kids agree. tweet things for no reason. Totally agree with you. If she would have went on the be- Breakfast Club and said, "I was young, I was dumb, uh, she I was wrong," I don't believe that now. She didn't. Mm. She could not move herself to accept that if her son was gay. She would still love him. There, I said a minute ago, there were kids who said they would they would be, try to kill themselves and be beaten by their parents for mm-hmm. being gay. That shit had me crying in the Apple store because I had never even thought of having those type of feelings at a young age. Because as I started evolving and having experiences, I was just enjoying the ride. It was like, okay, shit, whatever. There were there were processes for revealing all of what I was thinking, but I did it all on my own terms. I wasn't outed, I wasn't attacked, I wasn't beaten. The thought of a person at any age who can say or defend what they said that they would beat their own child for being who they are is not, especially when it comes to gay shit. Can't fuck with them, and it's just mm. a that's just a personal thing. Now there's that's people out there, there's people out there like I know the gay community loves city girls, yeah, and they may look at that interview and go. 
some people may say, you know, I can still rock with him. But for me, because she sat there and Charlemagne gave her an opportunity to say, nah, she didn't take that opportunity. And I'm cool. I'm not, I don't hate the girl. I just can't support her no more. Yeah. Mm. So. Understandable. Understandable. And if her son turns out to be gay, that ain't number God. Right. I and mean. I'm gonna be, now that we'll talk about that. Yeah. Because that's how karma works. You're going to fuck around and fuck with a man who's going to be fucking men. And he's going to give you something from a man. You're going to be fucking around and something's going to happen and your kid's going to become gay. Karma is a motherfucker, bro. And when you put shit out in the universe, I would put shit out, put shit out, put shit out. There was years I wasn't even woke. I would just be putting shit out, pushing it out. And then I remember when my brother got murdered, I knew I felt that there was some karma in that. Because you'll get pain in a way that it may not hit you directly, yeah. but it got you in a way that you can't shake. You'll feel it. Yeah. You can't shake it. So I, I saw the interview. I was So I keep seeing us posting City Girls, and, and I've been meaning to say something, but I just have been so caught up. I haven't, but anyway, we don't need to write about them no more. Okay. So moving right along. Moving right along. Um, Takashi is in some trouble because he allegedly scammed Fashion Nova. Mm. They paid him $6 million to say their name in a lyric that on this song that he has with Kanye West. And he says, uh, girls ass looking fat in that apple bottom, which is like, who still wears apple bottom? <laughs> and they paid him to say Fashion Nova. He's true. And he didn't. And of course, he's in jail right now. So he's not even able to defend himself. And it's looking like it's an L for Fashion Nova on in regard to getting that money back or whatever that deal was. Well, I, you know, I work with Fashion Nova. Yes. Six million is an ex, that's an exaggeration. I don't know nothing about that. Um there was rumors. Uh, well, first of all, Takashi's relationship with Fashion Nova became very organic. He just liked their movement or whatever, met mm -hmm. the owner, and he uh, decided he was going to put it in the song. Where it got tricky was Fashion Nova paid to sponsor product placement in the video. Mm. The rumor has it that Nicki Minaj told 6ix9ine that he could not have that. Uh, Fashion Nova in the song because Fashion Nova sponsors Cardi B. Now, again, this is not me starting it's, shit. It's this is legend. me talking to the owner of Fashion Nova and not talking to Cardi B and not talking to Nicki Minaj and looking at what's on Instagram. And this is me just putting together my own thoughts, having been around and being around. So, again, Cardi Nicki's been accused of stopping bags. You know, we've talked about it here. She gave me uh, she gave me cocksucker of the month that I passed on to her brother uh, for, who molested children. Um, and more so because she uh, she had referenced me saying that she stops bags. This is what she does, allegedly. Now, Takashi being in jail, he can't deal with the situation of the song not having the word in there, not having Fashion Nova he in there. He can't fix it. And the video is not going to have Fashion Nova in it because of whatever came from Nicki. Now, apparently there's receipts from publishers or different people who said, yeah, for a fact, you know, Nicki didn't. I, don't, I haven't looked through all the receipts yet to put it out. We should probably look into that. But... Um, yeah, it's all fucked up. Fucked up. So what are people saying about it? Um, It's a mix of Nikki stopping the bag, that it's because of the whole Nikki and Cardi thing. And I think everybody always looks for a reason to bring that back up. So that's all this just did. It's just I need that shit to die. The Nikki and Cardi thing. Can we did that? Seriously, 2019. Like, can we yeah, just move forward? For real. Because it's really unfortunate because it's like, especially me, I like all female rappers. And it's like the whole you got to pick one is so corny. Too old for that. Yeah. And the crazy part about this all is that it appeal it appears that on the surface Cardi and Nicki had squashed everything. Right. But when new stuff like this comes out, like it's yeah. one thing if it was back in the day, but like now new stuff comes out. Now here we go again. And 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 I have to say this. 
because people think that I just, I side with Cardi or this and that. The other day, I think I was with you mm-hmm. and I text Cardi a picture of the cake. She had posted a rainbow cake. Yeah. And I <laughs> screenshot and I text her. I said, where you get this gay ass cake so I can get it? And I didn't say nothing. I just said, where you get this? And she texted me back and she said, first, I miss you. See, that's the Cardi that I like. Yeah. That's the Cardi that I fuck with. The fact that she's she's really a good person mm-hmm. and she's not petty. She has not called me or texted me about this new stuff. I'm going to call and ask questions because that's my job. But people think that my defending her or laying out these facts is because I hate Nikki and I'm conspiring with Cardi. Like, it's really not that deep. This is really happening. The future stuff, we got the reference track. That really happened. Mm-hmm. The motorsport track we put out that really happened. So like people hopefully will be able to stop being conspiracy theorists because her fan pages will just go on and on and on for days. As you know, I don't know if you've never have you ever experienced. Oh yeah, with with the celebrity or with her? No, with uh, with just just the fan pages. Nick Nikki's team goes crazy. Yeah, and well, I, I don't even can't, can't call her a team. Just the fans, they go nuts. Yeah, and you know what? The crazy part is that the the fan pages drive a lot of the conflict because they just mm-hmm. keep it going. Like I have no, I had no problem with. Nicki Minaj, of course, I don't, I mean, you gave me cocksucker of the month. That was actually a blessing. No, it wasn't. It was out of line. But anyway, either way, <laughs> I don't know how I feel a about revelation. that. I don't know how I feel about that because I passed that shit to her brother so fast I didn't even think about it. But I don't hate the girl. I still listen to Nicki Minaj music. But if you're doing stuff like this behind the scenes and yeah. leaving your fingerprints on, you really don't care what people think. Right. At this point, she doesn't. And it's it's just like, the only thing is like, that's what we think about when we listen to your music. Yeah, like you creating a brand of just bullshit. Right, because it's like w- with the social media era that we live in, now people personalize you as a person when I listen to your music. When I hear um, Cardi's Taki Taki, my new Taki Taki, like I, I automatically think of her just being the fun, outgoing yeah. girl from the Bronx. When I hear Nicki Minaj, because her song was her new song, the new one, Good Form. I like that song. But it's just like, I just think like, mm, you know, sometimes she comes off mean. Her fans are mean. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to get what into, you think about. I don't want to get into feeling like we're bashing her because I can't even deal with that headache. It's but not what, a bash though, but if you brand what, yourself no, but, that but, but way. Let me say, we've established that she's a hater. We've established that there's a perception <laughs> that she's a hater. Okay. But without going into the debate of why or what's motivating her to do it, I think like, what happened to your album? That was a pretty decent album. That and the just, tour. Where's the tour? Well, the tour it's is supposed to be pushed to next year. For that just, album? If that's what I'm saying, if she stayed focused on the music and just stayed, because she didn't, she none of this would have started. She started it. Remember around the time, uh, Christmas of last year, she was off social media. She wasn't. She yeah, was allegedly she was working on the album, working on the music. If she would have just came out with the with the Queen album, or even called it Barbie Dreams, I think everyone would have been like on her shit all year because it's like, yo, she she been staying out the limelight. She was focused on the music, and then she came out with this dope ass album. And, and, and Nikki, here's my here's my my word to you because apparently you listen to our show. This is what happens when you start hating. People dig up all your shit. They dig up what mm-hmm. ain't working. They dig up what got canceled. They dig up what ain't charted. They dig up everything. But here we go again. We're creating this her versus her thing. And it's because it created. you're creating it. Just go in the studio, put together another fire ass album and just keep and working. Kill it. Yeah, you got fans out here that want it. Just kill it. Just Make focus good on music. the music. 
Because that's what I want. Um, I'm excited for this new Lil' Kim album that's coming back. Like, oh, that's I coming am too. Out. And Lil, like, Kim, Lil' Kim, you better bring your little ass to the show. Because <laughs> she keeps saying she's coming. So she's coming. Maybe for this new album, she's going to come. All right. Well, listen, that was a great episode of the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. But we got to go. We out of here. Peace.